0: Hello. Um <laughs> uh, Okay, well
1: we're back. We're
0: back. <laughs> we're back. Um stronger than ever. Better than
1: ever. Um
0: that's debatable. I think it's been four
1: months. Actually.
0: August. Uh huh. That
1: is okay. August just happened. But it was actually so long ago. Yeah.
0: That's that's
2: that's, crazy. that's the
0: fact that's the facts. Whew. Oh my god. Well, if you forgot about us um, we don't blame you because we were we were off the map
1: we were off the grid we were irrelevant for a little bit yeah um, um
0: this is quenched or parched
1: welcome back
0: welcome back do we want to start with our, our intro let's
1: do it okay
0: do you, 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 Amy yeah are you quenched or parched
1: oh <laughs> I've heard that in so long um I'm a little well, literally, I'm, I'm a little parched right now. I could go for some water.
2: Mm. Um,
1: I'd say I'm very quenched. Hmm. Um, it's been a busy... Just this week has been the busiest week of the year. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: um,
1: Tech week happened. Hairspray happened, if you guys saw your real one. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling very... I'm coming down from, like, this hill of overwhelming activities and brainwaves yeah so i'm just i'm learning how to relax right now Mm. um so i'm pretty quenched i'm pretty good i'm pretty i don't need any more like i I don't need to take anything else in right now Mm. i'm just basking in what i have
2: yeah
1: i'm gonna relax for a little bit good
0: that's so good
1: yeah okay hondro are you quenched
2: or are you parched
0: (sighs) oh my god I actually have to say, I'm sort of, like, more on the side of parched at this moment. Mm -hmm. Physically, I am worn down. Mm. Um, Vocally, too. Um, And I think it's, like, I forgot how exhausting, like, two weeks of Tech Week after school was. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, like, I've just been thinking about this year and thinking about all the stuff that's happened and all the growth and it's, it's been really, really good. But right now I'm sort of like hunkering down and getting ready to finish this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not looking forward to it, but I also know that I have to go through it, which is sort of a mantra for the whole year.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> this past couple of months anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, um, this episode is kind of, we're kind of reflecting on the year.
0: Yeah. I didn't
1: realize how close 2019 was until right now when you said that. (laughs) I didn't realize
0: how close it was until right now when you said that. Okay, Um, well. So, do we want to do hairspray? Let's
1: talk about hairspray. Okay. Spray that goes in your hair.
0: You know, I, okay, first of all, um, I am not ashamed to say Mm -hmm. I like the smell of hairspray.
1: Okay, same.
0: I like it. It's, it's the thing with, it's this like, same thing with gas.
1: I, yeah, same. Yeah. I love gas. It
0: really, love you pump it, it in your car, you put it in your hair, you think, oh, that's bad for me, but it smells good.
1: Mm, chemicals. Yes. <laughs> Things um, my body doesn't need. Um,
0: so, you know, that's, that's just, that's, I had to get it off my chest.
1: Um, yeah, no, everyone was complaining about it, but every time, like, Tracy would walk by on stage and, like, spray her hair, I was like,
2: Come my way with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so we did it. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, December 13th through 15th.
1: Yes. Um. Most attended show ever at Edison. Oh my God! Like, I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait
0: to see final numbers.
1: Right, because the first night was two thirty five, right?
0: Somewhere around that. And, and then the...
1: the second night surpassed that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure about third night. It seemed full. I think Friday. I
0: think Saturday was like less full, but it was still big.
1: Right, especially for Edison Productions. Like the whole <sighs> bottom of the auditorium was full, which it is was, crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. Um.
0: It was. It was a good show. It was. It, was, it felt like a long process. And I think it felt like a long process because um, everybody was sort of broken up and split into different mm-hmm. things, like no more than we normally are. Right. And like our rehearsal process was kind of split down the middle between like, music and then Dudley being back.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, which
0: I think sort of took a toll. Like, it felt like we were switching into something completely different than what we'd done before, at least for me.
2: Right.
0: And, but it was, it was good, it was good to sort of have it done. At the right.
1: end. And like starting off on a rocky start, like, the director wasn't there yeah. for like, two weeks?
0: I mean, it was longer than two weeks. It was, it was in and out, but it was yeah. like, it was a different sort of process. Um,
1: right, and kind of like reversed, you were learning the vocals before you learned anything yeah, else. Yeah, which was
0: interesting. Um, and so it meant that, you know, most of the time we were pretty confident with, with vocals. It was just adding the extra pieces in on top was like a different... Mm-hmm. we're normally used to but i mean pit how long did you all rehearse
1: okay so pit rehearsed the full pit rehearsed together for two weeks wow um however like there were like some of us who were there for like a month maybe a little bit longer than a month sure so like maybe i'd say no more than a month and a half Hmm. um so you talked about how like it felt really long, but it felt like so brief for me. Mm. Cause I started off in Hairspray, I auditioned, and I got the role of Penny's mom, and I went to like a few rehearsals, and I was just like, this isn't for me. Mm. And I've been trying different parts and aspects to theater to see what I liked. Yeah. And I thought maybe a musical would be different,
2: mm.
1: but it wasn't. It was all the same. Yeah, I um, I So Pitt, I hated a really long time for like mm-hmm. three weeks I cried I was like I can't play this music mm-hmm. it's too advanced for me I can't sight read and it was just so stressful mm-hmm. and everyone was like Amy we need you you have to stay you have no option and yeah. that kind of helped mm-hmm. um, after a while I really loved it and I loved going and it was like the yes. highlight of my day was going and hanging out with everyone and just like making this music that we were just like pulling out of the air, like out of nowhere, mm. and it came together like pretty quickly. And then once we started rehearsing with the vocalists, I just thought that was so cool. Like you guys have this part, and we have this part, and they go together, but we haven't really worked together.
0: Mm-hmm. But they
1: fit, I don't know, that was just really cool. Um, yeah,
0: that is really cool. I
1: don't know, I enjoyed hairspray so much. It
0: was It was fun, yeah. It um, was... Yeah, like, it's just so, it was such a different sort of process than I was expecting. Right. That, so it's sort of like, I have to mm-hmm. re-acclimate myself a little bit. But Strike is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, Which will be good. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was, it was overall, I'm, I was glad that I was, that I was in it.
1: Yeah, how it's being on stage.
0: It was good. It was very much like I was doing my own character work like I um you know, and I realized sort of that's really what the process is. Like I had to really develop who is this person mm-hmm. and like in the short amount of time um that he's on stage, like you have to understand a lot about him. Right. Um and so I really tried to make the most of that and do, you know, vocally challenging things for me. Mm-hmm. Um and I also like I, it was just really interesting to not be on the side that I had been for a long time And so like I was always sure like I knew that I wanted to thank like crew every night and like pit every night Because it was like that work is so thankless right. And it was like weird getting into a place where oh and everybody's thanking you, you know, like vocally because they saw you mm-hmm. um, After the show, but it was like I remember just being in that space and not having that happen right. for a long time So was, that's interesting to me. Was it
2: a little overwhelming?
0: No, it was just, it was different. And I, and I really, you know, it was different being in a cast that was, like, my friends.
2: Right. Who I
0: see a lot, um, because most of the other theater work that I do is, like, with, like, adults who I don't really have, like, as strong of a personal relationship with, and, or with people who I really don't know. Like, I've done a couple gigs over the past year where it's, like, well, I'm in a room with you, and we're working together for two weeks, and then we're on. Right. Um, So it was, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. different. Yeah. I don't know. There was, like, a lot of moments where I was just looking at you guys, and I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. Hondo's never going to be in a musical here. Freya's never going to. Zella's never going to. And all these people who were, like, in the process, like, that was it for them. And that's, like, crazy to think about. It's
0: weird. Um, And I think also, like, part of it that I was thinking about too was like just having Damari there was like sort of surreal.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and I loved it, but mm-hmm. it, 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 it was sort of like, in a way it felt like she never left. Right.
2: Um,
0: and, and there was a lot of comfort in that, for me anyway, like as someone who, like familiarity is really important, and I think, I think it's important for everybody. Like, to have something that it's like, this is familiar, mm-hmm. and this is, um, this is really, really good. And I think it was good. It just sort of, like, took me out of it for a moment because it never felt like I was the oldest person in the room. Um, and then, yeah, like, it was weird. Like, during senior circle, at the end, when everybody was giving compliments to seniors, it felt, it didn't feel like I was a senior. Right. I, f- I feel like I'm perpetually stuck in somewhere between freshman, sophomore, and junior year. <laughs> like, so, I exist at, within any of those states at any given moment, but I also know that I am a senior, and it's really weird to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, just because, and it was something that I was thinking about when the kids came um, for the student matinee, mm-hmm. and um, remembering how it felt, and how physically big the seniors looked when I was a freshman. And I thought they're so big, they have gone through so much. And I have gone through so much, but I don't feel the physical like change. Like I don't see myself as like physically who I imagined those seniors to be, you know? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, that that makes like, well, yeah. you yeah. know, like I, I was expecting to grow into like this person who was really old, but I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, I'm still me. Yeah. yeah, so that was interesting.
1: I mean, I mean, like, me as a freshman, I definitely, I feel like it's not so much the case this year from what I'm seeing, but, like, I was a freshman, and I was friends with, like, sophomores, juniors, seniors, and I feel like because I had that, like, exposure to everyone, like, everyone was accessible, yeah. and everyone was just, like, super, like, welcoming and really nice. Um, I don't know, I always looked at seniors like you're gonna be gone next year. Yeah. And I feel like that's all I thought, like these older kids were. And I felt, okay, I think about it all the time. Whenever I'd like walk with my sister mm-hmm. and she was in high school and I was like 10. Mm-hmm. That's not correct math, but you know. Whatever. I always yeah. just feel like, you're like such a big kid. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like now that I'm like nearing that and I'm like in this community where yeah, I'm older than some people. I still feel like equal levels of respect toward like the freshmen. Like I feel like we're very much equals. I just have like yeah. a bigger workload. like I remember like wishing I was older, but now it's like mm. just just yeah. like live now.
0: Yeah, well, and I was thinking about that too, because like. There are so many adults, and you and I were having a conversation about this earlier, about how, like, there was someone that you know who's in college who was saying to you, like, that they missed high school. Right. And, like, that, that in a couple years, like, I'm going to think back in this and think, I wish I was here. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. Because right now, it's sort of, like, I'm in a flux state. Like, I, I know that I have to leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, it's just, that sort of, like...
1: Yeah, thing. and I think for me, like, being really good friends to my friends who are all leaving the city, Mm -hmm. I feel like that empathy, like, people are gonna, like, miss this. And, like, some people, like, take... Especially Edison. A lot of people, like, shit on Edison.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's, like... Well, and especially in this past, like, two weeks, it's been a lot.
1: Um, But just, like, the communities within Edison. My friend said the other day like, Edison is getting a lot of hate right now, but this has, like, consistently been my favorite place on the earth, Mm -hmm. because, like, it's opened so many doors for me, and I've met so many people, and I've just got to experience so much Yeah. that I feel like it's crazy to think of a day-to-day life where I'm not there, and, like, where half of my friends aren't there anymore, Yeah. and just how the dynamic is going to shift so much next year. Um. And, you know, and the thing is,
0: and I'll tell you this, um, I thought sort of every year since sophomore year,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I, you know, I was close with a group of seniors and I remember always thinking it's going to feel so different the next year when they leave. And it sort of has, but really, it reminded me of something that Ms. Bersow was saying, like when she was leaving at the end of last year, she said, I'm gonna be gone, but there are gonna be people who are gonna fill in the gaps. And that sort of, it's gonna be upheld, you know? Like, and I've been seeing freshmen and sophomore talent this year, a couple people in particular who I think, yeah, they've got it from here. Like, it's not my job anymore you know, which is both really freeing and like a little scary because it's like, I know that you're going to go do stuff that's like better and different than what I did here, you know. Um, but I think that it'll be okay. Like, you know, and, and next year, um, like the people that you're going to stay in touch with, you're going to stay in touch with, Right. you know. Um, and it's not going to be as ideal as you think it is always Um, and that's hard Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like that that to me like that thought is really really hard Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be okay it is gonna be okay
1: the universe has your back
0: exactly you know i was thinking um, one of the things that i sort of thought about that has been like of like spiritual comfort Mm -hmm. like not religious but very deeply, like, spiritual, that has not been a thing in my life since we last reported this podcast was the idea of, like, everything in the universe, right, if there are so many parallel universes that exist, mm-hmm. an infinite amount, then I have to believe for my own sanity and my own survival that everything that happens in this universe is supposed to happen in this universe. Right. You know? Yeah. That, like, every single choice that someone makes, like, it, it's going to end us up in this version to where we're supposed to be. And you just have to deal with that um, okay. and so you know like everything that I think you know if something doesn't work out the way that I wanted it to right.
2: Um,
0: I think you know what it's it's me in another universe who can have that experience or make that mistake or do whatever you know
2: yeah
0: and that's sort of comforting like I was reading a piece about um, uh, do you know who Maya Rudolph is
2: yeah
0: and she um, is a New York times like magazine profile of her and she was talking about um how so she has this show called forever and in forever spoiler alert um in the first two episodes both her and her husband die of like freak accidents and Mm -hmm. um and then they end up in this like place this like suburbia where they're just supposed to live out the rest of their life like the rest of their like afterlife or whatever and she was saying my rudolph about the show she was saying you know um, I just really think, I don't know where we go, but I just, I hope that we go somewhere. And that was really beautiful to me. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think. Sorry, go. No, 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 no,
0: I just think it applies yeah. in a lot of ways.
1: Um, I don't know, I think it's interesting that we anchor ourselves so much to something that we know is such a short period of our life. But, yeah. I don't know, it's definitely not just like the concept of high school or just any place you're going to be but it's definitely like for people. yeah. And like you said, we're gonna stay in contact yeah. with people we wanna stay in contact with. Yeah. So I think like, although it is emotional to say goodbye, like we don't really have to say mm-hmm. goodbye, we can still like, keep them close. A,
0: that's a privilege, like right? like right? And you know, I think about in like 40, 50 years, what are kids going through high school gonna have that makes them even more connected and more interesting than we are now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like is it gonna be that you can like make a hologram of someone and like talk to them as if they're in the room, you know? Like is it gonna be something like that? Right. Um, And I just, I I want the best for them when that happens, like, you know? And I think part of that is like wanting the best for myself when that happens, Mm -hmm. you know? But, um, and I was thinking too a lot about like literally grasping with how short life is. Life was pretty short. And um <laughs> and and I was thinking a lot about like and I I think what you and I have talked about like relationships and like dating and marriage like sort of that right, whole realm. Yeah. And I was thinking a lot about like um there's this person who I follow on Instagram who is like very, very young, like like thirties and got married and I was like, I can't imagine in like thirteen years less than 13 years, meeting the person who I'm like, I wanna spend the rest of my life with you. Right. That's crazy to me.
1: I don't know, and I've been thinking about like that sort of things, and like, I feel like sitting down with one person, being like, uh-huh, you're the one. That's terrifying. What if like, yeah. you back out, and the other person doesn't want to? Or, or what if it's
2: the other way around?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I think, Uh. yeah, I was, like, and one of the things that we were talking about, too, was, like, just sort of this fear that I, like, learned and had to really deal with a lot this year that was, like, oh, the people who you want to be around don't want to be around you. Mm -hmm. And, And thinking about, like, how would you find someone and, like, just, like, know. Right. Or, like, learn that, like, you two wanted to be around each other in the same way. in the same amount of time. Like there was that, like you felt it. And I think it's like just something that I haven't experienced yet, but like, you know.
1: Also just, I don't know, like I feel like a lot of times that happens. Mm -hmm. And then I think we all just have this like false, beautified, like romanticized concept of what love and marriage is like. Totally. Um, It's so unrealistic. So, like of course they're gonna be like the patches like the rough patches but choosing one person and then thinking it's gonna be like mutual every single day is something that's hard to accomplish. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was really interesting. I was I was listening to this podcast about this woman who has been together with this guy for you know twenty years but they're not married mm-hmm. and she said part of the thing that makes our relationship work is that every morning I wake up next to him and I say I choose you. And that it's, like, not, like, it's not legal right. binding, but it's, like... And
1: you're doing it because you want to.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also, like, the idea of marriage, like, makes it really hard to leave. Yeah. Which is scary, because, like, at this point in my life, I'm, like... Not only am I scared of everyone leaving, but I'm also, like, I need to leave. You know? Mm-hmm. And and it's, like... It's it's just, it's weird, but it's it's life, and I believe that, like whatever happens in this one is supposed to happen, you know?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know, I think it's like, while you're gone, you're going to create such a different, like, environment and community than what you have here, and you're gonna be so independent, and everything is kind of like riding on the choices you make, Yeah. and like, Mm -hmm. it's very just driven by you doing what you think is best and whatever you want to do, and there, there's, like, no one to, like, hold you accountable besides no. yourself. No. Yeah. And, like... Right. There's, like, beauty in that, but there's also... Terror. Yeah.
0: Terror. <laughs> it's terror. Like, yeah. I've been really, like, realizing a lot. Like, I was talking to, to a friend last night, and they were like, I've never seen you angry. And it's like, that's really interesting that I just, like, don't, like, I'm, so, I'm still very compartmentalized, yeah. like, in myself, and, um, and, like, very self-aware, but i also, like, really terrified that, like, the only person I'm going to impact, like, is my own being, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, thinking about, like, oh, like, well, what if you don't have kids? Like, what if you don't keep the, your bloodline literally moving, mm-hmm. or something like that? Um, and, you know, just, like, on a a more, like, existential level. Isn't it, like, crazy that, like, we're on this, like, planet, like, this rock floating out in the middle of nowhere, and we're in this room right now. I drove a car here. Like, we live everyday lives where things are boring to us. Isn't that, like, unbelievable? It is. That, like, we just live everyday, we live, quote, everyday lives, you know?
1: And everyday life is different to every single person. Yeah. So some things, like, I'm super excited about, the next person might be like, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It is crazy. I think it's very interesting to, like, okay, I have a really bad habit, guilty pleasure, of watching people's everyday vlogs on YouTube.
0: Okay. Like, sometimes... Why do you call it bad habit, though? Why do you call it bad?
1: Well, my mom always, like thinks it's really questionable because it's like you're sitting here watching someone else's life and you're not living yours. Like, go outside. Go be productive. You're wasting your time. But I just (sighs) think it's so interesting to get a peek into someone else's normal life and how different it is from mine. And it's very easy to form, like, this envy within you To be more, like, this person. That you actually have, like, no clue who they are. Mm. But just, like, the idea of them and everything they're doing is something you admire so much. Like... Yeah.
0: And do you admire it because it's different? Do you admire it, like...
1: I think it's because it's something I wish to, like, mm -hmm. obtain. Like, I want to be independent. And, like, I think living alone would be so fun. But I know that there's also, like, the downside to it. And I get really lonely all the time. Mm-hmm. And the money, a job, what? I know. But, I don't know, I think ever since I was young, I've really wanted to grow up. And I've said that on here before, but, like, yeah, I um, think being an adult, there are perks and there are, like, bad things.
0: I mean, it's with everything, right? Right. Like, if anything in life is perfect, that's the sign it's not. True. <laughs> yes.
1: But I don't know. I just think it's really interesting to see like things that I'm not used to. Yeah. Other people are like so emerged in that. I think that's really interesting.
2: Absolutely. Or Because like, it
1: realizes
0: like this life is like so much bigger than you are.
1: Right. Like I'm nothing. Yeah. But I'm also so much to myself and the people around me. Mm-hmm. But like
0: yeah, yeah.
1: The people sitting out there, they mm-hmm. don't know what we're doing in here. No. But, like, we know. Not at all. <laughs> and then we're going to go home tonight and think about it some more. Yeah. And they're not even going to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. I, um. Oh my God, I haven't watched, like, YouTube vlogs in so long. But I've, I very much do that. Like, I try to peek into other people's lives, like, on Instagram. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Um, like, vi- like very particularly, like, it, you know, like, people who I admire, like, right. content creators who I admire, mm-hmm. um, and to know that, like, that's another performance, and I really, like, I'm trying to shed that, um, the idea that, like, and find, like, who I am underneath, you know? It's, mm-hmm. so, like, sometimes... Um, like, sometimes I think I'm almost, like, too understanding of certain things. And, like, I don't let myself make an opinion. Because I always, like, I have a really strong, like, sense of empathy. And, like, I can imagine what this would be like for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, trying to find that for myself. Right. Um, but it's, it's hard.
1: Okay. Man. Also, just, like, there is so much more to like anyone but like to you than people know Mm -hmm. and like we don't show so much to even like the people we're closest to like your idea of you is so much different than my idea of you
0: and yeah it's
1: like i don't know so much that you know but like yeah
0: and that's scary and then it's like what if you like let someone into that world you know like that's really scary like Right. The idea of, like, sharing your life with someone. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like the idea of you and who you think you are is something so personal. You shouldn't have to, like, open that up to yourself. Like, yeah. you say, you said it downstairs. I think we said it last time we recorded or a few episodes, maybe. But you spend the most time with, or you're the only one you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, like, is someone entitled to be there with you and, like know yeah. all that you know well
0: and that's your choice right? right and like and that's sort of like something that you find and um and me personally i'm really interested in like where does that come from in my life
2: mm-hmm.
0: that like is in the community around me and like a lot of people define community like different than I do, I really like just being with people in the room, and I'm not as much as I should be, you know? Like, I don't spend as much time with a bunch of people as I should, but I also, it means that I know who I want to be around,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And it's not a huge group, Right. Um, like, all the time. But I also know that, like, you know, th- th- not anybody in my life right now is like, wow, I, I want to spend so much time around you, you know? Because it's, like, it, it just sort of wears itself out mm-hmm. at a certain point, like, I feel like anyway. Like, if I was with, like, if I had to be another person being one of myself all day, I'd be like, damn, like, this is, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? But
1: that's because you're so used to yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I read something that, it was an actor, and she was saying that she, when she had a kid, she said, I was so glad that I had a kid, because it was 39 years of just me. I was sick of myself. Ooh. And it was good to like move that to another right. human being. Right. Which was really
1: nice. Um, and something to say that I just totally forgot. Um, but it was there and I was like, yeah. yes, I have to share this. I have no It just makes me think,
0: think of like when oh. you were talking about like our ideas of each other. hmm I'm really thinking about like what my idea is of you. Man. I don't
2: I
1: feel like a lot of the time, okay. Y'all, Hondra receives so much praise all the time.
0: Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, I'll let you say, and then I have something to say about this, because I'm confuddled. Okay.
1: (laughs) So much praise. I've never seen anyone more, like, admired that I'm, like, so close in age with. And I get to see him, like, walking around the halls every day. But it's, like, some people look at him. And, like, don't get me wrong. Such a great human. But... I feel like that would get so exhausting all the time. And the other night you said to me, you were just like, thank you so much for all your work. Like, wh- like, I was like backstage at the musical. And I go, no, thank you. And you're like, I hear that enough. Like, please don't. And I was just like, oh my God, that is so much pressure. I feel like you never get a break. And you're just so just like, there's just this expectation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you definitely have a great bar set for yourself, but then the, so much the pressure from other people, like, being like that all the time. Yeah. It's like so much to juggle. Yeah. And like, I don't know, that just seems like a whole other life to live that I could never, like, adapt yeah. to.
0: Yeah.
1: Or have, like, any idea of.
0: Yeah. Well, and so, I want to start with the last thing that you said, and I think, um... Like, yeah, so, you know, in thinking about people say like, oh, you know, next year you can make a new life for yourself. You Mm -hmm. make a new version of yourself. And and I don't know, because I don't know if this version, as it is at this moment, can be sustained for the rest of my life. Right. Um, I think part of it is Okay, there's, there's like so, I could, I mean, I could talk about this for a long time. And, like, f- and it's going to be something that I'm trying to figure out for the rest of my life.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But, like, I put myself to an incredibly high standard because I have been lucky enough to be in the room with people who believe I can meet that standard. Um, and I think immediately of, like, my theater work. I have been in the room with people, like, who are unbelievable. Like... Theater legends in of the Twin Cities, like who, like I have their phone number, like I can call them up if I need them. You know I've worked with people and developed really strong relationships, and that way I also work myself really hard. You know I do a lot of homework. I do a lot of like intellectual exploration. I try to be on as much as I can because I love school. I love doing that, um, and beyond that, right? Like there's like just personal, like, talents of mine that exist, and, like, I've used them, and sometimes I try to draw away from them. The reason that praise, like, scares me is because I think that what it allows people to do is say, like, is dismiss so many things and yeah. not understand who you are as a person. Um Like it's really hard sometimes for me to have, like, a sustained connection with people, if all they know is my work. Yeah. Um, Because so much of it is about the work, and it's, and a lot of times people aren't interested in who made it.
1: The person behind it,
0: yeah. um, Yeah, and it's, like, very, it is a lot of pressure, and I feel it. But I also realize, like, it's a privileged pressure. Like, it's a pressure that, like, I get to do all of these, like, cool things, and that, like, I have, like, social and, like, economic support, and, like, I have personal support, you know, like, from the people around me, Um, you know? And I also, like, I, I sort of, I'm like sick of everybody always being like putting me on a pedestal because at a certain point like it's like wait oh, I want to move this conversation forward mm-hmm. like I don't want it to just be surface level anymore mm-hmm. um, because then like all I'm doing is like making work making a version of myself that like I have to be on and it always has to be on ten like last night. I was really struggling the first act of the show because I felt like I was not delivering. I felt like I was like, for myself, for my own personal standard, like I'm not meeting this, um, and sort of like what I've established for myself. It's not. It doesn't match up to what I'm doing in this moment, um, and it's it's weird. Like, because it's sort of always been a constant in my life, and I always think about like, who doesn't get to be. In the place that I am you know
2: mm.
0: and I also I don't know if I'd wish that on another person like I don't know if I'd wish on another person a lot of praise because what it does is it like it creates distance um and um like I was listening to Lady Gaga talk about how you know she's this gigantic superstar right of famous 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 and she said like um, there's a scene in *Stars Born* at the beginning where Bradley Cooper, like it's a one, it's a one shot sequence, and he comes off stage. And everybody's cheering for him, and then he gets into a car, and the whole, like, noise of the crowd just becomes a vacuum, and he's alone. And it's like you go from one to the other like that, yeah. and that's sort of how I feel in some of those situations. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to create work anymore. It doesn't mean I'm not going to work my hardest and try, to like. Really throw myself into it because I know that it means something right, you know if anything people saying wow You did so amazing. It makes me know that I did something Mm -hmm. right like but it, it, it It you know, so that's that's what I have to say.
1: Yeah, and like I have I have another friend who she receives a lot of praise as well and The other day I said to her and it's kind of what we were talking about earlier. You said that your friend or someone had never seen you angry or like asked if you got angry. And it's like, I feel like it's so easy to underestimate a person who receives so much like praise because you only see that like one version of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of, you're a person, of course you're angry, of course you get angry, of course you get sad, of course you get stressed. Like, it's so unrealistic. And yeah. I feel like, like you said, it's hard to see the person behind the work. And the creator, <laughs> yeah. and this work came from a vision that came from a person.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it was it made me think. What you were just saying made me think of like. Um, like a lot of times, like I don't want to get outwardly angry at people because I find it easier to sort of deal. About it, like deal with it in myself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like not have to put that on other people, so that I can sort of like. I have to hold that as my own. Like, I feel like I have to hold up a lot as my own. And I really, like, I try to check in, you know, on yeah. people, like, during the show, like, I try to ask people, how are you doing, do you need help? Like, not for the praise, but for, like, I, like, I want to do something that's not just me, like, right. standing alone by myself waiting to do this right. and get praise for it, like, you know?
1: Um, do you think like, cause I know you check in on a lot of people and sometimes you message me like, how are you? And it's the sweetest thing and it makes me so happy. But a lot of times that makes me think, how needs someone to check in on him?
0: Well, I mean, I appreciate that. I also just think like, that's everybody. And I think like in this culture,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we are so, we are both so by ourselves. And so with other people, like all the time to like, it's unbearable on both sides. And I think, you know, like me personally, I think we've talked about this, but like, I've always had this like romanticized idea of like, the person that's gonna like, come into my life and just break down everything around me and to an extent like, I have seen shades of that person in a couple people, like, this year. And in, like, the people that I've grown to be close with this year. Mm -hmm. There's definitely been things where, like, I've never had to expose this side of myself to someone before. And I've had experiences that I've never had before. Like, a deep intimacy. Um, And, you know, and I think I'm sort of, like, letting go of the, like, one person as savior idea. And as, like... Yeah, so it's it's going to be really interesting to see what things look like in a couple years mm-hmm. as I sort of establish that system and, and, and I think what what happens differently, you know? And and I remember, like, somebody was saying, um, we were talking in TOK that, like, we were talking about sort of leaving and we were talking about the musical and somebody was like, oh, people are going to talk about you next year. And it's like, honestly, I don't want you to. Like, I want... I want you to, like, take what I'm giving and make it for yourself. Right. Like, I don't want to be someone who gets, like, trapped here in this idea that I've made, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And I think with a lot of things, it's something, let's say someone came to see Hairspray, Mm -hmm. okay, and they loved it and they took it in, and it meant a lot to them, but then a lot of people feel the need to, like, exploit they're like, not experiences, but just like their feelings and their stances on situations. It's like, mm-hmm. of course, that, like, you know, but like for mm-hmm. me to be like, I have a really tough day, but this song means so much to me. Like, and then I just put that all out there and it suddenly becomes not personal and it becomes something that you it's want people yours. to crowd around.
0: It's and, not
2: yours. And like, yeah. I don't
1: know. I feel like it's you leaving and then people talking about you, it's inevitable, but it's also like they kind of want to keep you around.
0: It was, it was, yeah, that's really beautiful. I was thinking a lot about, um, I'm going to talk about this a little later, but I was this author who I've like deeply in love with his work, um, which is another thing, like I find myself doing it to other people, Mm -hmm. Um, but he... um, He was talking about, like, how writing, and he was specifically talking about people who have passed away, but he was saying, writing about the dead is another way to be with them. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, we just want to be with each other. Yeah. Like, um, as human beings, like, like, be is, like, in our It's in our, it's in like the way that we describe who we are at the base level. Yeah. You know? My idea of you is always like, I feel like you hold, um, like so many things that people are afraid to tell yourself. Like you are such a trustworthy person, um... And I'm really interested in that, because I think that's also a different kind of pressure. Mm -hmm. And like, I wonder like, because I know that you get told a lot of things and people come to you with a lot of things. And sort of my idea of you is always someone who is like, halfway between like, I don't care. And always like, (laughs) you know, you get told something and you're like, okay. (laughs) And, And then like, also, but someone who like, has something really deep to say, mm-hmm. also, like, within, that it's, like, that there might be, like, a conflict between, like, right. I'm getting so much information, but I'm not receiving that sort of support, and that's really, really interesting to me, and I think you're, like, my idea of you is, like, I don't really, when I and think of email, I always think about, like, I see you with someone, uh, like, no matter who it is, it's, like, you're in a pair, you're in a group, mm-hmm. um, and, like, you by yourself, like, is sort of a mystery to me. Like I don't know who you are. Like when you go home, you know, and you're like sitting alone by yourself, and like I don't know what that looks like. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what, what else. Um, what else I've learned about you. Yeah, like my idea of you has really changed, over the year. Like I, you know, I don't know if we talked about this, but like when I first met you, it was like. I don't know, like, I just, I didn't, sort of, there wasn't any, like, like, there wasn't any, like, impetus for us to connect. Right. Or for me to be like, hi, Amy, like. Right. um, And so it's been really, really interesting, like, sort of, seeing you, like, find your way into, into different things and, and have these experiences by yourself. And it's, you know, Sort, it's, it's sort of, I, I don't want to say it's, like, a mystery, but it's always, like, there's something, like, I don't know that I think you hold for yourself, and I think that's really, like, sacred um, and interesting, but I also know that, like, when I do that, it's, like, I want to, like, have a, like, someone to say it to, you know? Um, I think of you also as, like, someone who would, like, always keep exploring, like, art in every way. Um, like I think of you like, you know, I might like call you in 20 years and you might be like, I'm a, you know, resident visual arts curator for like the <laughs> biggest museum in America and like and I like I have I don't know, you know, I have a, a band where all we do is play ukulele's at the at the dive bar on Sundays at eleven and like I just um, so I think of you as very like artistically connected as well. Yeah.
1: Um, That's so sweet. Um, I will say, I do get told so much. And I think in that, I'm really appreciative of that. And I Mm. love that people choose to confide in me. And that I am really close to so many people. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times I forget to, a lot of times I'm giving advice to people and it's very either i come off as very cold mm. and i will tell people what they need to hear yeah and i think a lot of people like know that and so they kind of seek me out for that reason but sometimes i forget to like check in with myself and like yeah right see how i'm doing it. and i never want to put that on other people i never like messaging someone to be like i just need to vent mm-hmm. i feel like that's like it's weird because I don't feel like it's a burden when people come to me, but I feel like I'm a burden when I come to others. Um, it's like the concept, like I'm always with other people and I am aware of that and my parents talk about it all the time. And it's not that I'm un- I'm uncomfortable when I'm alone, but I feel like I could be doing something or experiencing something with someone and we could be like creating the story for ourselves and I feel like a lot of times when I am alone I'm extremely bored and I'm extremely sad but not in like, I don't know, I just feel very unfulfilled whenever I'm alone and I feel like Mm -hmm. unless I'm out doing something I can never really enjoy being alone at home. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just wasting my time when I feel like Developing my character. So, I don't know. It's... (laughs) Me sitting at home often results in, like, tweets that don't matter. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, We were talking about it earlier, about, like, community. And, like, I love my friends to death. Mm. And... I have, like, a different bond with, like, everyone. Like, the connection me and you have isn't the same as, like, me and my friend who I met six months ago. Like, um, and it's not that I'm, like, would want to change the people I'm around, but sometimes I feel, like, unsatisfied, and I feel like there are more people that I'm not connecting with for some reason, but that I could be. I feel like I seek out a very specific group of people because mm-hmm. we have similar friends and we have classes together and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm not allowing myself to like meet people who are different from me I feel like a lot of my friends are very similar to me and like that's cool but after a while it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: am I myself or am I just
0: yeah you're reflecting off each right of
1: you know? which isn't a bad thing but no. it's just So I feel like a lot of times when I am alone, I'm thinking about, like, the people in my life and how, if they were different, how I would be different. And I feel like there's a whole other side to me, um, that I just haven't, like, lived because of who I'm surrounded by, where I am, and things like that, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have a lot more development to do, but I'm not allowing myself the access
0: interesting yeah i
1: don't yeah. know and i am always very consumed this sounds like pretentious but i am consumed in art like music <laughs> like i have so much respect for like writers and authors and like people who do makeup that shit's crazy <laughs> and like i don't know i think there's always more to see and more to <coughs> ooh, more to hear and just yeah. It's always a story, like, it's always a story, and I'm really, I want to, like, I want to know the story, like, I want to know the tea, you know? Yeah, (laughs) right, Um, yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't
1: know. Hmm. I very much want different versions of myself than I've seen, Hmm. and that maybe people see of me.
0: Hmm. Like, do you want that for yourself, or do you want it to be, like, in what other people see, or both?
1: I think it needs to be for myself, but Mm
2: -hmm.
1: other people are obviously going to interpret that however they wish, which is fine. Um, I don't know. I recently encountered someone saying, not to me, but it was passed on to me, that I'm like a try-hard, out-of-the-box person, Mm. and that... Is this someone you're
0: close to, or is it...
1: Um not like really close to but it's someone who like I thought was my friend
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like taken aback by that and I thought that was interesting that that's what they were getting I feel like I'm very much like who I am
2: mm-hmm.
1: so and I just thought that was interesting like that's what they're seeing of me and how different that is than what I think yeah. than what you think than, you know like mm-hmm. I don't know but, mm-hmm. I thought about that for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. And for like, for you obviously, like how I think of you, is that there's so much more to you than like you're willing to show, like I said that earlier, but like, yeah. you're also such a person who just has this like, aura, <laughs> this ever-changing aura, mm-hmm. You're, you're so, there's <laughs> <laughs> so much more than just like I don't know there's so many sides to you and you always know like when to be present and when to like offer support and you're such yeah. a good like listener oh. and I don't know it's, it's
0: the body, It's you have to listen with your body yeah I don't
1: know, there's like I can't even like begin there's so <laughs> many layers to you, yeah. and that so people don't get to see, and I've like yeah so like others have like seen more than I have, but yeah. I think there's like there's something to that like there's so much more to you than I could ever imagine
0: I don't know man it's it's wild, it's weird to like
2: <sighs> I don't
0: know it's <laughs> I just, I've had a lot of experiences Right. and it's weird because sometimes I feel like I can't tell stories.
2: Why?
0: Um, because I haven't necessarily had a lot of wild like, oh my god, we went to the party and they were doing like, coke out of like, <laughs> like Sprite cans or something, <laughs> like, like Um, I just haven't had any of those wild experiences and so many people around me have. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, um, in terms of like peer experience, like there's always places where I can grow and like things where I don't always have energy for people. Right. Um, And like, it's, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say. I just feel like, I feel I'm feeling a lot at this moment, um, partly because of physical exhaustion, right. which like I've learned like it, it's in the same place in my face and my head like that pressure, like the slowness that comes from me like, you know like having experience like I'm taking it in and like holding something in mm-hmm. um, and so it like triggers a lot of the same like responses
2: for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also just like afraid to talk
0: to people sometimes because I feel like um I'm someone who like if it's there like it comes fast for me
2: yeah
0: um even if it's unexpected um like I'm, not, I'm someone who like has an idea of kind of what I want and then I realize sometimes when you get what you want it's like it's not what you it's actually not what, you, thought not what you actually not what you actually wanted. Um, But, I mean, I'm so grateful, like, for everything that has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so weird to think of, like, the things that I was doing freshman year and, like, three years ago and then three years from now and how I'm going to grow. Like, just overall, the thing that I've accepted is, like, I have to, I don't only have to love myself, I have to like who I am.
2: Yeah. On a
0: base level, like, if I don't like who I am, if I don't like what I'm doing, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, and it, like, I was just really realizing, like, I'm gonna be me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I sometimes, I used to look in the mirror when I was younger, and I would think, like, oh, I'm this person. Like, I would, like, I would, like, to, like disassociate, like, not disassociate, I would just, like, let it, like, separate from my body. And I would be like, I don't know who this person is, but like I just like detached to my name from it. It's like this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like for, I don't. It, I, don't, do I, don't that, I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if that. I don't know if that makes any sense. like I used to always think about like, there just used to be moments where I would like just kind of yeah. be like, whoa, where am I? Who am I really? Um,
1: See, like, as a kid, I did the exact opposite. Hmm. I I I distinctly remember. Um, um, as, like, a child, like, before 10, I'd sit in the mirror and I'd look at myself, and mm-hmm. I'd think, you are you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're such a human.
2: Yeah.
1: And I would just be angry at myself for, like, being who I was. And, like, as mm-hmm. a kid, that's so confusing. Yeah. And, like, looking back, I was like, you good? Great. Right. <laughs> but, like, right. I don't know. Cause, it's 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 good to disassociate yourself from your body sometimes. But then it's also good to recognize that you are your body. And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I think about a lot. Like.
0: It's weird, and that there's like things that we can do without having to think about it in our bodies. Yeah. Like that, it's just it's that, and right. that's crazy to me. And
1: then that comes back to like self care and like. It's very, like, me and you both. Mm-hmm. We, like, exhaust our bodies. Yeah. Because we want to do so much. I'm exhausted and then, right now. <laughs> same. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. we do so much, and we forget to, like, take care of our bodies. But mm-hmm. we can't, like, yeah. do these things unless we take care of it's our bodies. Exactly. So, like,
0: mm-hmm. oh
1: my God. so, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Should we take a little break?
0: Let's take a break. Oh, my God
2: swim up to his castle, then Flounder will splash around to get his attention and then we'll go... Down
0: here is your home. Ariel, listen to me. The human world, it's a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake.
1: And we're back.
2: Yeah,
0: I think that was probably the longest that we've gone without taking one break.
1: Yeah, and it was like real though. <laughs> yeah, it was great.
0: Um, so, we noticed as it is approaching the end of this calendar year, we sort of mm-hmm. wanted to talk about. This, the Some of our favorite things that we, like, consumed and were a part of yeah. this year.
1: Um, we like to end the episodes with recommendations, so we're going to have a few.
0: We're going to have a few. We're going to, yeah, I think we're going to, we might talk a little bit afterwards, but this is sort of both the end of the year and nearing the end of the episode. Yes. Um, yeah, we have no messy letter today.
1: We don't have a messy letter. Which
0: I don't think it would, well...
1: We have, our lives are risk enough, let's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Do we want to just, like, go back and forth, like, one each? And sure. then we just, you know, talk about it for a while. Okay, Okay. let's yeah, do it. Do you want to start? Sure.
1: Okay. okay. So, Hondo is our favorite movie critic um, that um, we know. Oh, my God. Um, so, I feel like I've consumed more movies this year than I have my entire life Mm -hmm. because talked about it before I'm not a movie person Mm -hmm. I just simply am not but my friends take me to see them my boyfriend takes me to see them so I see them Mm -hmm. um no movie has ever impacted me as much as Bohemian Rhapsody Mm -hmm. and I don't know why because I didn't listen to Queen didn't follow the band um but after seeing and it didn't get good reviews it got very no. mediocre reviews. It got really bad reviews. So going into it, I was like, "Okay, I'm probably not gonna like it that much." Uh
0: huh. I mean, you're going with friends.
1: I went Bob. Yeah. Um, but like immediately, I was like taken into the plot, and the acting was great. And everyone was complaining about the storyline, but mm-hmm. from a perspective of someone who doesn't know anything about the band, like I thought it was great. Hmm. And music interesting. Was good. And Rami Malek, um, the guy who plays oh, Freddie Mercury, so good. <laughs> that's that's Bay. <laughs> um,
0: oh, he's so good.
1: Af- so good. He's so good. After seeing the film, um, I just like delved into Queen for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then I just watched like all the Rami Malik content I could get my hands on, and I fell in love with this. Have man. you watched Mr. Robot yet? I haven't. It's not on Netflix. But I'm sure I could find it somewhere if I wanted.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's excellent. And it's just three seasons of him.
1: Ooh, yeah. this is a good dream. Um, <laughs> he has this, oh, another movie I watched that I loved. I don't think it came out this year though. It's called Buster's Mal Heart.
0: Okay, I haven't, I haven't heard of it.
1: Starring Rami Malek. Mm. <laughs> um, and it's very similar. I drew a lot of parallels between the book I'm currently reading for my English class, which is Into the Wild by John Krakauer to this movie. Mm. Um, basically this man like has a family and he's going kind of crazy and he meets this guy and he's like the inversion's coming. Oh. And he's like he works at a motel. He works the night shift, so mm-hmm. he's like doped up on caffeine all the time. Yeah. And he becomes it's so it's like the scenes from like the hotel, the motel he works at, and then <laughs> it's him bearded in the wild like getting chased down and it goes back and forth oh. and then eventually the two plots meet up. And it was just beautiful. I loved it so much.
0: That's so interesting. And yeah. such a Rami Malek kind of thing.
1: It felt like... I don't know what it is about him. Because he seems like kind of an ass. Did
0: you see that video with that girl? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that that's, that's my movie take
0: mm. for this year. Yeah. My movie take. Oh, my God. There was so much this year. Um... I can't pick like a single favorite. Although, I'm trying to think of some, some that I've seen that I haven't talked about here yet. Um, I will say that I think the best horror movie of the year is Suspiria. Um, I think it's better than Hereditary. Ooh. Um, I think, and that's just on first viewing. I think it has more to say. Um, it's really, it's a political film um, that's set in nineteen seventies Germany, post war Germany, um, when there were then when there was this group, um, this very radical leftist um, terror group, um, who was who wanted to basically get rid of any and all neo Nazis and Nazis, um, and was doing very violent means to do so, um, and so it's set against that backdrop, and it's about these women in this dance academy who are witches, and it's, like, it's the single-handedly, like, the most bloody film I've ever seen in my life. The last 15 minutes, if you can't handle blood, do not watch it. Like, it's that bad. Um, but I think, overall, it's brilliant. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've seen recently. Um, I I have to say, one of my favorite movies of the year is Mission Impossible. Um, <laughs>
1: I've never seen uh, a Mission Impossible
0: um, And I will say... It was so good because, like, the writing was so good. Um, and it's so exciting and there's so much that happens and it's, like, every single sequence, like, builds in, like, scale. Um, like, the movie starts with, like, a cool underground fight sequence and by the end, Tom Cruise is flying a helicopter, trying to bring down another helicopter. And it is the craziest, most awesome thing. Um, so that's amazing. Um, there were so, there were so, so many, though, that were great. Um, I haven't talked about Starsborn Born on here. I, like, I watched Starsborn. Born, I was hypnotized. Like, I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Um, although it was not very well written. Oh. Um, like the, like thinking back on it, I was like, this dialogue is kind of trash. The plot sort of loses its way. Um, and, like, a lot of things happen in the movie that are, like, not well developed mm-hmm. or explained. Um, like, sort of, like, the shift in Lady Gaga's character, it's sort of, it's Brady, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's movie for the first half, and it's Bradley Cooper's for the second. Um, and we really lose Lady Gaga. Which, it, it doesn't, for me, it didn't work super well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I still haven't seen If Bill Street Could Talk, the new movie from the guy who did Moonlight. Um, and I haven't seen the new Spider-Man animated movie, which is supposed to be fantastic. Is it
2: animated? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so it's,
0: it's, not Tom Ho- it's not Tom Holland playing right. Spider-Man, but it's, um, it's Miles Morales, the Afro-Latino Spider-Man. Um, so we're going to see. There were also a lot of, like, awards-baity movies that I just wasn't interested in. Like what? Um... Not really interested in seeing Green Book. See, okay,
1: I'm so, like, behind the curve on movies,
0: like... Green Book? So Green do you know who Mahershala Ali is? I don't
1: know.
0: Okay. So it's, 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 he's a big, like, black actor right now. He won supporting actor a couple years ago for Moonlight. Um, and so he's in this, um, and, and it's, like, just sort of like a white savior movie. It's, like, it's about, like, racism, but it's, like, about white people.
2: Like, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else also Widows was fascinating Widows is like a, a heist movie with all women but it's like dark and brooding and like it's like Viola Davis and Michelle Rodriguez and their husbands all die in this heist and then they realize like we have to like finish the job or else these mobsters are gonna come after us mm-hmm. Um it's like fascinating and I don't know if I loved it or like didn't like it
2: yeah
0: because it's so like not what I was expecting, and there's a lot there, but that's sort of my film take on the year. It was a good year. Um, I want to see more comedies next year.
1: Okay, I used to like hate comedies. I don't understand why I would ever hate comedies. It's so good to laugh. Yeah. Also. And hearing people laugh yes. makes me so happy.
0: Shout out to to all the boys I've loved before. I'm gonna go home and finish watching it for a second time. Wait. Which one is that? The one about the g- that was
1: like Noah Noah Centineo. Okay. I don't think he's
0: a good actor. No, he's
1: not. But
0: um <laughs> the movie is adorable. It's about that was pretty cute. you watched it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, another movie that was questionable that Sierra Burgess is a loser movie. Have I talked was that out last no, time we were? No, we I don't think that Okay. Was. It was I didn't finish the movie. It was so bad. It was so <sighs> cheesy. It like pissed me off. Movies that are like coming of age stories, but like The main character gets bullied. Make me so sad. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Um I don't know. The movie was cheesy. I had to I had to shut it off.
0: Man, that's that's the worst. (laughs) What else was so good this year? Also, okay. Favorite like Hollywood cheesy movie, Love Simon takes the cake for me. I haven't even
1: seen it. Okay.
0: It is like the most adorable was thing. Was that this year? Yeah. Oh
1: my god, that seems like ages ago. Also, Black
0: Panther was this year. Okay.
1: I still haven't seen Black, Black Panther. Black Panther was incredible.
0: Um, my, okay, I have to say, at this moment, 2019 is looking like an even crazier year for movies. For movies? Okay,
1: I've seen like the tweets about all the movies coming out in 2019. Because there's so many,
0: I mean, yes, there's going to be a bunch of big franchise tent poles. I really don't know like what indie movies are coming out that I should be on tune to, but I'm sure that there will be ones that are fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, currently my most anticipated one is uh, the new Jordan Peele movie, and Jordan Peele directed Get Out, and he's directing a new movie called Us with Lupita Nyong'o and um, Elizabeth Moss, who's in The Handmaid's Tale, and it's about Lupita Nyong'o plays his mom, and I like It like poster came out a couple months ago, and then I thought like three weeks ago The new Jordan Peele's movie is coming out in three months. We're not like this is coming soon Like we're not I'm not forgetting about this and I texted my friends. It's like stay alert stay ready (laughs) And um, and a poster dropped a couple days ago, and it's like this like black woman um, It's just their body like you don't see their face But it's like they're in their hands. It's like this huge pair of like scissors um, and like in a red coat, and it just says "us." And Jordan Peele posted a picture that said, "Watch yourself." And Pop and I, and um, and I didn't want to read the synopsis, but I did anyway. Um, <laughs> it is no, I'm not kidding you. He's giving me exactly what I wanted. He's giving me Beach House home invasion that is about our reliance on technology. Which appropriate. Like, I just cannot wait. It's going to be a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Brilliant, amazing, incredible. Moving on.
1: Okay. Um, I, don't, I didn't really consume like a lot of TV series TV. this year.
0: Pose was the best of the year.
1: I watched Riverdale in a very self-deprecating way. The The show is so bad. I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: I have to laugh.
1: And I that's have fair. to laugh. It's so bad. No, I saw something it was
0: like... <laughs> okay, I don't know if this Have you been watching the new season? No, I didn't watch the Okay, season. so apparently...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's a- there's a video that's been going on our Twitter. It's like a three-second clip, okay. it's just... It's all of these cheerleaders, like, on the ground, like, shaking, and, um, and it's from Riverdale, and- and the narrator's, like, like, the plague overtook the whole school.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> what has Riverdale turned into?
0: Oh um, my god, it was so funny.
1: I think the only show I've watched this year, or at least that I can remember that came mm-hmm. out in 2018, was The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina.
0: What did you think of that? Okay. I it.
1: Just like Riverdale, it's really just not good. And it's satanic, but right? Like it is satanic. Um, I thought... I don't know. There's like this brand of show that's like super cheesy, but that really just takes me. Um, right. So it's very like high school... It's very similar to Riverdale, but... Mm. There's a satanic plot. Basically, Sabrina is a witch, and, like, her friends don't know. And, like, she... It's just, like, the TV animation we all watched when we were younger. Did you Mm. watch it?
0: I didn't watch it, no. Okay, I did. My
1: sisters were really into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's so good. Ross Lynch plays boyfriend, and, like, I don't like him, but, like, he's kind of winning my heart right now. Um, Ross
0: Lynch, like, Disney Channel Ross Lynch? Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Like... There's a hype about him that I don't get, but, like, he's okay. Okay. Um, a new episode dropped, and I Christmas started watching special. it last night, and then I fell asleep. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I really, really like that show, and I don't know why. Yeah. I think I, that's it. Or I, we started, or I started... Um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. American Horror Story. How far are you? I've finish. never watched more. I didn't finish. This I think I watched two episodes. I didn't
0: finish the season. I'll tell you, you have to suffer through three, and then it gets better. Okay. Because well, actually no, three like one and two are like meh. Yeah. Then three shit goes down. Well, I'll
1: have more time now. Um. So should, I might. need to like
0: finish the season because I didn't finish it. Like I just didn't catch one episode, and I was like, I don't care about finishing this.
1: Yeah, I was the same way. I had like no motivation <sighs> to watch. Yeah.
0: That's I mean, I'm sure there was good TV, but I just didn't watch
1: it. I mean, like after a while, American horror is all the same.
0: Yeah, although the, seeing the Coven is fun.
1: I didn't see why I didn't watch Coven.
0: Well, th- me neither, but the Coven is fun. Okay. <laughs> um um what else? Okay. What with like music? Question mark. Or, okay. Um, album of the year for me is Dirty Computer. Fair. It's Janelle Monae. Uh, yes. I, like, I, to, like nothing has surpassed that for me. Um, the second favorite album of the year came out a week ago, and it came out a week after everyone's best albums of the year list. Mm-hmm. And it's by this British artist named Jacob Collier. And he, um, he is this like virtuosic um, vocalist, like a deep bass, and um, he recorded an album. He recorded four albums with the Metropole Orchestra, which is like this British orchestra, mm-hmm. um, and it is like the jazziest, coolest thing I've ever listened to. I might have
1: to hear this.
0: You should. I'll play you. I'll play you a song okay. after. I'll play it during one of the transitions. But it's like. It's crazy. Um, so that, like, that's a close second, but Dirty Computer for me.
1: Okay. Um, okay. So, I suck at staying updated with music. I, like, definitely have a list of, like, 400 songs that are just on repeat for me <laughs> all the time. Yeah.
2: Yep, I get um, it.
1: But, no, I guess recently I don't listen to the nineteen seventy five. Mm-hmm. However, they have a few, like, bops. And then they dropped um, a brief inquiry to online relationships, and something about it really got me. I need to listen to it. It like hooked me, and I wasn't expecting to like it, and then I was like, wait a second, I'm like jamming to this right now. Yeah. Um, so that was like unexpectedly really good. Also, Hippocampus dropped Bambi. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of Hippocampus. I think that is their best album yet. You think? Um, I've heard it's
0: like a deviation in style, is that true?
1: Yeah, it's a little, it's a little different from what they've been doing. It's a lot more like techno, but not in a bad way. (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed that. There are many songs on that album that I like really love, Mm -hmm. um, like so much that it made it on my Spotify year in review. who else dropped an album? Tony Pilots dropped an album. My like I, okay, I know yeah. they're cringy, but I grew up with Tony Pilots. I, I get it, I get it. I went to the concert. Yeah. Mwah, it was beautiful. Oh I yeah, we can talk about concerts next I time. I cried yeah. the entire time. Really, yeah. Um that album, it was very emo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I don't know what else you would expect from Tony Pilots. That's expected, yeah. Right. Um and then I'm three years late, but Tell Me I'm Pretty by Cage the Elephant hmm. is literally my favorite album of all time. Really? Yes.
0: I, I'm honestly almost there with Third Computer. Like, it is so good.
1: I've, I think I've heard the whole thing, like, twice. I am in
0: love with that album. Like, oh my
1: god. I don't know. There's some really good music out there.
0: Yeah. Um, it's
1: hard to, like, single out.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about concerts. Okay.
1: How oh,
0: my many god. concerts There's so many. Okay, so my list is Lord in March.
1: That was this year? Oh my god, that feels like centuries ago.
0: So Lord in March.
2: Okay.
0: Soundset in May. Mm. Um, Dua in June. Ally in A.J. in July. And then I think there was one more. Oh, Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. And then Travis Scott last week. Yes. And there might be one more that I'm that I'm forgetting, but those were the those were my shows this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were yours?
1: Lord in March. Mm-hmm. Which ugh, I really didn't think was this year, but it really was. It, it was. Um, <laughs> phenomenal. I cried there too. Yeah. right. Um. So Lord in March, and then. Harry Styles in July, yeah, um, which was so much fun. Like it wasn't like emotional for me, but I had so much fun. Crazy, crazy, Grace Casey Musgraves opened, and we just memed her the whole time.
0: Did she perform Slow Burn?
1: Probably. <gasps>
0: okay, I'll tell you. So I listened to the Casey Musgraves album, right? Okay. And I because I listened to Slow Burn and right. I love Slow Burn. And the whole, like, concept was, like, she, t- she tripped on acid and she made this, like, pop country album. And I was like, okay, since the first track is so good, I'll listen to the rest of it. The rest of it is bad.
1: Okay, I thought it was, it was so good.
0: The rest of it was bad. The last track, though, mm-hmm. is a piano ballad. And piano ballads... Oh, Praise to the most high. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's a good one. It's mm-hmm. cute. It's, like, one of those, like... Like, the hook is, like, she said that, and, like, it'll all be all right. True. It's like, wow, that's beautiful.
1: Um, But, okay, yeah, so keep going. Yeah, so hairstyles in July, Mm -hmm. 21 Pilots in October, which was so filling to me. Mm. Um, I can die peacefully having gone to a 21 Pilots show. That's amazing. Um, Are there only three? I mean, and then I've been to, like, local music, which aren't concerts. (laughs) Yeah, right. But, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. is that it? I don't know. That might be, but...
0: Uh, yeah, so what is... Was 21 Pilots the favorite out of those three?
1: I like them all for different reasons. Okay. So 21 Pilots was the most, like, fulfilling. Mm. Harry Styles was the most fun. Sure. And Lord just, like, bops the whole time. Yeah. I just danced the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of my favorites. Um, Lord was, like, another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, shout out to Travis Scott. Like, it was unbelievable how much he was putting in, mm-hmm. um, because I knew that his live performances were crazy. Right. I didn't know how crazy it was. Like, um, he comes out like, and and he started. He opened with "Stargazing," which is the first track off "Astral," which is like a sort of like it's like a party. It's not. It's not a song that like you get yeah. super lit to. He got everybody super lit. Like the lyrics are boring. It's like rollin' rollin' rolling, rolling roll-y got me stargazing. Yeah. Okay, it's like okay, we're just looking up, watching the stars. It's cool, um, and then sicko mode at the end was like, it was un, it was unbelievable. So in terms of like pure like technical. And like energy-wise, yeah. that was it for me. Right. Ali and AJ was some of the best musically though. Like I actually no. It, it was a rock concert, and I didn't know that it was a rock concert. Like I didn't know that's how they were gonna interpret the music for live. Yeah. And they brought a lot of new layers to it to by the end where their their like their comeback signal single was the last song that they played. And I have never jumped so high in such a small room <laughs> in my life. Um Duo, okay. Duo was honestly my least favorite. Like, because I was just tired of the music. Yeah. Like, it was fun, but I was sort of done. I was over it. Sounds out right. um, was really cool. It was like, it was just an odd sort of day in a lot of different ways. Um, and then Beyonce was really interesting, it was a different experience having Jay-Z and being in a much larger indoor stadium.
1: Yeah, for me, I was right outside of the stadium during the Beyoncé concert. Really? It was at Cold Metal Park chilling mm. a beautiful night. Did you hear it? Um, yes, and I saw all the lights like wow. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Like wow. That's
0: crazy. It's quite a show. I also like realize it is like what we were talking about. The more Beyoncé progresses, the farther away we're going to get from her. Like Um, I felt, I felt physically closer to her when she was at TCF, Mm -hmm. um, than when U.S. Bank. I mean, it was literally the size of the stadium, but, like, just spectacle-wise, it was, like, it was an incredible spectacle, Mm -hmm. but I also was, like, this is unreachable, and that's the point. Um, and, and, and and the whole thing about Everything is Love is, like, it's a cool album, like, it has... Crazy songs on it. Nice is, like, one of my top songs of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's, it's so much about them being, like, we're just all that. Like, you we were, no one is on our level. And that's, like,
2: lonely. Yeah.
0: That's really lonely. And the pressure is, like, I cannot, like, I cannot imagine the amount of pressure. And she always delivers.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so just, like, the come-up of artists, like, being with someone— I mean, definitely not Beyonce, she's always kind of been there, but, like, following an artist when they have a really, like, small fan base, and then they grow up, it's just, like...
0: Mm-hmm. And that's sort of scary, because, like, at least for me, like, I like having sort of a small following for yeah. an artist, because I feel like once they get big, like, they the way that you consume them changes.
1: Yeah. And it feels just very personal. Yeah, like, that's like, what I
0: wonder about, like, people who have been with Hippocampus for a long time. Right. Time like seeing them on this whole new like
2: touring world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. Books. Do you want to talk about books while I pull up this excerpt that I'm gonna read?
1: I'm gonna be real with y'all. I don't read. Mm. Um, However, I'm in an IB literature class, so Mm. we've we've been reading. I've I've been reading Into the Wild by John Krakauer for like the longest time. Mm.
2: Um.
1: And so it's a non-linear narrative, mm-hmm. and it's non-fiction. Yeah. And so right off the bat, I was intimidated by it. I was just like, non-fiction is boring. It's going to be confusing to follow. But as soon as we begun reading, it hooked me, and I was so surprised. So mm-hmm. basically the plot, this man named Chris McCandless, when he's like 22, I think. I think it's 1992 he like leaves his hometown in DC mm. goes to Alaska goes to South Dakota goes to California, Arizona he like travels, goes to Mexico and then this is all building up for him to go to Alaska and he's gonna live off the land with like minimal mm. supplies and I thinks he's just crazy mm. and he does it for like months from I think he's in Alaska for three months and mm. and just when he's about to leave he starts, to like, exit. He's like, I've made it. I'm fulfilled. Um, he gets trapped and he can't leave and he ends up dying. And the, the, the story in the first chapter, we find out he dies. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just about what he's done and like John, Krak- John Krakauer's research on Chris McCandless's life and mm-hmm. kind of just the idea behind his thinking. And it's very interesting. Um, the movie's trash, though. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: but, yeah. yeah, that's me. Cool. I found the best book I've ever read this year. So I want to shout out a couple things. Okay. Um, this year I read a lot of really cool stuff. I'm, I'm an avid reader. Like, I read all the time. Um, and I read this book. I just found it randomly in a bookstore. Um, and it's called How to Write an Autobiographical Novel by Alexander Chi, And I've never read a better book in my life. Um, it's a collection of essays. He's a like fifty year old like queer career in American man um, who's been writing for many many years, and it's about his life as a writer and his life, um, and so that that's amazing. And, and I'll come back to that in a minute. Also, something that I want to shout out is the Three Body Problem, like Chinese science fiction novel series. Um, it's they're gigantic books, but they're visionary. Mm-hmm. It um, Really, really cool. Um, I've also read a lot of, I've read some cool poetry this year um, that I can't name offhand, but, like, just cool things, like, online. So I want to read this little um, piece to sort of close us out um, of Quench Your parts for this year and of sort of, like, what we've been talking about. Oh,
2: this um, the last episode of the year. Last episode of the year.
0: And what a year it has been. It
2: has been.
0: So this is from his essay called On Becoming an American Writer, and it's the last essay in the collection. And um, let me, um, I'm, gonna read, I'm gonna read around the excerpt, so if you go back and read it and you're like, oh, he skipped around, too bad. <laughs> um, so he says, um, he's been writing about being a writer and, and sort of his life, and, and, he, and he reaches the final point of the essay and he says, Only in America do we ask our writers to believe they don't matter as a condition of writing. It is time to end this. To write is to sell a ticket to escape, not from the truth, but into it. If you don't know what I mean, what I mean is this. When I speak of walking through a snowstorm, you remember a night from your childhood full of snow, or from last winter, say, driving home at night, surprised by a storm. When I speak of my dead friends and poetry, you may remember your own dead friends. Or if none of your friends are dead, you may imagine how it might feel to have them die. You might think of your poems or poems you've seen or heard. You may remember you don't like poetry. Something new is made from my memories and yours as you read this. It is not my memory, not yours. And it is born and walks the bridges and roads of your mind, as long as it can. All my life I've been told this isn't important. That it doesn't matter. That it could never matter. And yet I think it does. I have new lessons in not stopping after the election. If you are reading this, and you're a writer, and you, like me, are gripped with despair, when you think you might stop, speak to your dead. Write for your dead. Tell them a story. What are you doing with this life? Let them hold you accountable. Let them make you bolder, or more modest, or louder, or more loving. Whatever it is, but ask them in. Listen, and then write. And when war comes, and make no mistake, it is already here, be sure you write for the living too. The ones you love and the ones who are coming for your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. That is like
1: perfection. Yeah.
0: And that's one page. The, the, the book is 250 pages long. I
1: might have to. I might, have, I might have to read
0: that one. Yeah. Ooh. Uh-huh. So it's just, I wanted to read that. It, it felt really relevant to a lot of what we were talking it about. It yeah. really
1: did. hmm Oh, my God. That was so good.
0: This was fantastic. I think this is my favorite episode. Um,
1: me too. Yeah. It's very just, like, genuine. I feel like we didn't really have to, like, prep a whole lot. Like, what are we going to talk about? And no. we've been talking for an hour and a half. And it's just, like, it's brilliant. It's what we needed yeah. to say. Also,
0: you know I've missed you a lot. I've missed, I've missed yeah.
1: you so
2: much. Yeah.
0: You know, and th- and that's the thing that I also, like, think about a lot is, like, you know, I think we want, as much as we want to be loved, we also want to be missed.
2: Yes,
1: that is true. You know,
0: we want someone to, we want people to think about us when we're not around.
1: That is yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Anything else that you want to say? Um, I
1: hope you guys have, have had a good year. I, I I want people to be able to hear this and then do some reflection of their own because I think it's yes. it's really easy to forget to check in with yourself and like
0: yeah totally I agree yeah so okay well we'll see y'all girls next year
1: we'll see you in twenty nineteen
0: <sighs> yeah if this helps you share it with someone
1: share share with the share with someone share it with someone you miss and someone you wish you saw more yes
2: better. yes oh that's beautiful
1: okay beautiful okay all right thanks for listening guys